smart politics for stupid times. Welcome to the Unprecedented Podcast with John Aravosis and Cliff Schechter. Welcome back, everybody. Wednesday, November 4th, the day after the election. Cliff, um, let me just set this up to let people know this podcast huh? is going... This podcast I'm still is drunk, drunk, man. What are you talking about? Well, no, I was going to say, this podcast is going to make people feel better about what happened last night. It is. Now let's talk about getting drunk. Yeah, I, I, I wished I drank last night because I, I all of a sudden remembered. I said, I've got sleeping pills. That'll work. <laughs> so I, 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 I popped a sleeping pill. <laughs> just purposely took enough. I uh, had enough, you know, a couple beers oh. to take the edge off, but not enough that I would get like drunk and depressed. And, and then just hit the can it, on your head, hoping it knocks you out. Right. And the truth of the matter is, is that again, and, you know, I've been I've been a, a uh, evangelizer, if that's the right word, on Twitter mm-hmm. about this today you know, writing a long thread about this is that actually if, if we didn't go in with the, 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 if two things hadn't happened, if one Trump weren't so awful that we weren't all like, how can you not repudiate him by a million percent? And right. two, if we hadn't gone in with the expectations we went in with <clears throat> what, it, what right now looks like the result will be is that, is that Joe Biden will win by more than George W. Bush did either time. He'll be in the same electoral range as Trump was in, but also have won the popular vote by five or six points. It's actually, by most counts, will be a pretty solid win. Right. But Hillary, Hillary lost by almost three percent. It looks like Biden. One. You think one percent? I thought it was three. No, no, oh. she won by almost three percent. Oh, that's. Three. I'm sorry. Well, no, that. Well, I meant. Yeah, I was speaking correctly, but I mean Hillary lost, but she still had three percent. Is what I meant. The popular vote. Yes, yeah, the popular vote. Uh, whereas Trump. You think Biden is going to end up with maybe five or even six percent lead over over Trump? Well, I'm basing it on the fact that there are numerous blue and when I say blue, I mean bright blue states. Let me give you three of them that haven't had massive vote caches yet to come in. California. You may have heard that place is pretty blue. Um, The state that you're from, Illinois, you may have heard that place is pretty blue. Um, And um, uh, what do you call it? New York. Uh, New, York. Not, New York, I probably does too. Oh, Massachusetts, that's a bunch. Well, they were talking about New York on the TV this morning because they were saying, just to put a finer point on your point, they were saying that states that we already know are super Democrats, so people are ignoring, what they're not paying attention to is the actual popular vote. So that, as you said, California, Illinois, and they threw in New York. And they said these states tend to count their votes more slowly because they know they're not pivotal states. They know it's not, I, oh my God, we need an answer right now or we don't know the Let's also remember. Oh, sorry, yeah. finish on. Well, no, no, and, and the final, the point, the final point of why that matters, and then I'll throw this back to you is, if this gets hung up in the courts because Biden wins by literally one electoral vote with two seventy, and you will walk us through that scenario, if Trump tries to go to the courts and steal this, even with a Republican judge, it's going to be a little harder to steal an election if Biden wins by six million votes or six percent, which is considered a huge number. That's correct. Um, the bigger that gives him more legitimacy. That's why friends of mine who are like hmm. some of whom were were not sold on Biden and were sort of like, I hate Trump, but I don't know about Biden. And I live in Maryland. And I was like, I don't give a shit. Go vote for Biden because every one of these votes will matter in the end in terms of legitimacy. Yeah, that's part of it. But also is what we're not counting on here, which is a number of states have laws where um, where, uh, you know, and, oh. proceed, and this was preceding. Uh, this whole preceding the pandemic where you could have mail-in ballots come in up to a week late. For example, the state I'm sitting in in Ohio, we're down about eight points right now, which disappoints the hell out of me. 
But I would be willing to bet you those mail ballots being 80 percent Democratic or whatever. And there's still some vote to be counted in Cuyahoga, you know, the three big the three C's, as we call them, Cleveland, Columbus, Cincinnati in there. Then it probably gets closer to a five point Trump win by the time this is all over. That won't matter in Ohio, but that will matter in terms of the popular vote margin. Right. right? And you, you see the same thing. in, in so And also, and this you may want this to be a segue to, to hmm. the, the actual swing states, but we still have hundreds of thousands of votes, which are expected to go 90% or so to Biden in Michigan. We okay. still have we still have a few million votes to be counted that are expected to go 70, 80 percent to Biden in Pennsylvania. Like right. the, all of that adds up to more popular vote in favor. So, I mean, when yep. you look at all of that, he's up by somewhere between two and a half, three points right now. Yep. I'm going to say it ends up five to six. You know what's funny, by the way, and we can have a small talk about this. You either you told me before the show or right, you told me before the show, actually, but that um the whole notion of we get sort of hung up on our preconceptions and it what make it's what makes us think we're losing. You can talk about the preconceptions last night and how it tricked us into thinking we were going to lose, but but one of the other preconceptions is we're used to election night. If we have to wait till the next day. It usually means there's like one state with 99% of the vote in and that last Correct. 1% isn't in. And the thing is, we're worrying, oh, shit, the other guy is so far ahead. We only have like 1% left. How much can it help us? We're not we're not fully internalizing the fact that it ain't 1% left. It's millions of votes right. in Pennsylvania alone. Look, so that hurt me, yeah. John. Because, like, I mean, even I'm supposed to be good at this stuff, theoretically. I mean, you may ask some people, you know, some DSA people, they may not agree. And some people on Trump's side, but theoretically, I'm good at this. Um, and, you know, I went to sleep last night saying, um, we're going to win Pennsylvania. We're going to win Michigan. We're going to win Wisconsin. We don't even need to win Pennsylvania because we're only be at 270 electoral votes just by winning the electoral vote in Nebraska and, and winning Arizona, right. a scenario we talked about on here on this show. Um, but I didn't think we had a chance in Georgia. And then I wake up today and we're actually favored to win Georgia right yeah. now. Yeah. Because yeah. Fulton and Gwinnett hadn't come in and they were such huge troves of Democratic votes. Um, all those 12 hour lines you were seeing in the Atlanta area, well, yeah. that all came in and we're now in a position that there's still a bunch yeah. more of those votes to come in. We've gotten very close and they're saying they're, we have a two out of three chance we're being given to win Georgia, which yeah. we shouldn't even need. So, you, you know what? And you know what else we fell for was and it's funny because a lot of people <laughs> I mean, again, I I was becoming increasingly despondent as the evening went on. So I'm guilty. I can tell you, folks, John was texting me and like, have we lost this? I'm like, John, I was like, I'm tell me we still have a chance. <laughs> but um, but no, we um, uh, um, this was not your fault. We had a back and forth. I really got to write things down as we're doing the podcast, <laughs> because as soon as we have a back and forth, I then it goes out of my head. Um, Oh, the despondency. Yeah. People finally started retweeting last night because Twitter, there's really there's a lot of good stuff on Twitter with the pollsters and stuff. And finally, some people were saying, OK, let's go through where we are. And they started listing the states, you know, Florida, um, you know, some this Georgia, the states that we Ohio, the states that we thought we lost at that point. And they were like, all of these were must win states for Trump. None of them were must win for Biden. And the expectation wasn't really there that Biden was going to win these states. It wasn't a, oh, my God, these are Biden's to lose. They were Trump's to lose. 
so that we we psyched ourselves out and and we kept telling ourselves don't believe election night the polls uh, the, the ballots coming in by mail are going to take a long time through at least the next day do not assume what happens election night is is what's written in stone and yet we all fell for it again we did let me even quote, the experts here, let me quote one of the ones who's definitely not a democratic leaner hmm. peter hamby he's he's a contributor to to vote vets he used to be was he at the New York Times or somewhere like that? He was a CNN producer, uh, and he's, a, he's, and he's good he, at Vanity Fair. He's he's a good writer. Well, he also hosts Snapchat's Good Luck America, so he yes. actually does politics on Snapchat. For the here's what he sent out three hours ago. I think this is a pretty good summary. Hmm. Um, one one tweet here, so I'm not going to go through a million of them, folks. Yeah. For those waking up on the East Coast, you missed a white knuckle ride in Wisconsin. Biden was losing by 100,000 until Milwaukee County came in. Then it moved his way decisively. Expect this pattern to hold in big urban blue counties in Michigan, Pennsylvania, and maybe Georgia. Joe is romping Hillary's numbers. There you go. There you go. I mean, right. the story right. of last night was we, could, we had an incredible turnout in Texas, but couldn't quite get there. Um, we had very good, I have to see if I would call it incredible or not, turnout mm -hmm. in North Carolina and barely, barely lost in North Carolina. Right. Um, and and Florida is just fuck you, Florida. That's all I've got to say. I mean, yeah. Florida has been the, the preeminent swing state that can't get its shit together for 20 to 30 years now. Yeah. Um, I'm obviously very disappointed in Ohio because I was I was letting the the sort of the fact that we'd gotten close give me some hope and I knew our turnout was pretty good. As I said, um, we have a lot we've always had, and we've had an older population, a lot of people who mail in ballots here, um, and we're, we allow them to be counted later. We also have big counties still coming in. It's not going to be an eight-point Trump win. It's going to be a decisive enough one. I hope we get to within three or four. It may be more like five or six. Right. Um, but the point is, is that a lot of things changed from last night, and what you were looking at, if you're me, for some reason, I don't know if there's a computer glitch or something. Hmm. They didn't call Virginia for a while. Well, that was freaking me out. I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, if you're well, not calling. You know, it, it depended what station. If you were on CNN, they delayed everything forever. Other stations had called Virginia, and I kept watching CNN going, what's going on? And literally an hour, an hour and a half later, and everyone kept Atlanta complaining. Had, they didn't call. Yeah. I don't mean to interrupt you, but this is yeah. like relevant to what you're saying. Who were you watching, though? Who were you Arizona watching? Had, they hadn't called Arizona early this morning yet. Everybody else. No, which station Arizona. were you watching? Was it CNN? I was switching between CNN and MSNBC. That's the that's the problem. Yeah. CNN was, unfortunate. not unfortunately, they were being super duper careful, which. I felt that last night wouldn't be a good night to sort of to 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 um see if I could take a selfie on one of those really sort of like slippery ledges in the Grand Canyon. And because I don't didn't feel like ending myself that way, I chose not to watch Fox. Um, yes. So, so yes. it was those two that I went back and forth. But the end result for people, if you want me to go into that now, John, if you think now yeah. is the point, is that we're tied in. We're, we've pulled decisively ahead in Wisconsin. Done. We pulled ahead in Nevada. They were they were holding back at first. I'm sorry. Wait, 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 wait. You said done. You think Wisconsin's over? We're going to win it. Oh, everything. Uh, everything I'm saying is that it's it's decisive at this. Point. Okay. Okay. Um, we were, we pulled ahead by enough that I don't, I don't know if they called it yet. And there, but uh, with a big trove of blue mail-in absentee type votes in Nevada, and they hadn't counted a lot of Clark County, which is a huge population, you know, a huge part. It's where Vegas is. It's so much of Nevada. And as I was all coming in, we're, we were getting better and better. And now, um, more votes came in. They haven't counted yet. And again, the people that I trust on this who follow this stuff who I'm watching are saying those should all be very heavily Biden. They won't call it yet, but it's Biden's. So that's Nevada. And Nevada was one of those scares like Virginia. 
Okay. okay. So you've got all that. You've got Wisconsin. You're at a point where you're at, we won the Newton, the, the electoral vote in Nebraska too. the Omaha area won last night. And uh, we won Arizona last night. So you're at 260 at that point. And you've got three states left to get you to 270. Um, one of them is Michigan. And as we also were saying last night, I mean, this is almost funny. I went to sleep last night. They're up 70,000 votes um, in Michigan. What, what everyone was saying was you need to take this into account. Like literally the votes left to come in are from the cities, Kalamazoo, Grand Rapids. And most of all, they'd only done about 40 to 45% of Detroit. Do you know what Detroit was coming in at, John? Hmm. 93 to seven for Biden. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, so you knew you were going to make up if you had a couple hundred thousand of those votes. You can do the math, folks. It's pretty easy. If for every hundred thousand votes you're 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 netting eighty six thousand and you're only down seventy thousand, all it would have taken is a hundred thousand of those votes to pass. And they had three, four, five hundred thousand from left. And then there's Kalamazoo and Grand Rapids. So Michigan, you know, nothing's in the bag till it's in the bag. But it's it we're going to pass and win in Michigan too. And that's the ball game. And whatever happens in Georgia and Pennsylvania at that point doesn't even matter. But Pennsylvania, I saw our friend, um, what's his name? Is it Sims? God. What? I, I, I'm reading, and these are coming from real reporters. One of the things you need to do with Twitter, like social media, like things in general, email, is always look back to who the source is. Uh, these are actual Absolutely. these are actual local reporters with a local TV news network, so I trust what they're saying. Um releasing data from the postal service was forced to release because the judge remember the district court yep. said uh you postal service have a ton what they found was the postal service had around 300,000 mail in ballots they couldn't account for and apparently i guess it's so digitized now that even just a ballot coming in it's scanned so that they're maybe maybe for ballots in particular so that they know when it's been delivered which is really fascinating so 300,000 ballots weren't delivered. The data came out, and one reporter analyzed it and said, in South Florida, the U.S. Postal Service failed to deliver 27% of mail-in ballots. And in South Florida, you want to bet on what the percentage of those are probably Democratic? Yeah. And, you know, Cliff, what my was interesting— is we'll, we'll lose Florida, but yeah. my guess is we'll get a lot closer before this is over. What was interesting was on uh, MSNBC last night, Joy Reid was weighing in because Joy is from Florida, so they kept turning to her as sort of the, right. the expert on the nitty-gritty. And Joy— we were noticing at this point that in counties across Florida, even the red counties, Biden was doing better than Hillary had done. Yep. And this these weren't even 100 percent votes in. So 100 percent of Hillary's votes were less than Biden's votes at 75 percent. Right. Also, uh, just let me add the swim yep. counties too. Pinellas and those yes. areas, Biden also outperformed. Hillary. Oh, yes. I was saying red, just meaning even in the red counties, right. Biden was red doing and better, right. Yeah. Right. Trump, however, in many of these counties wasn't yet at his level of 2016. So it's not that he was underperforming, but the total votes cast. Trump was below last time. Biden was already ahead. Right. County after county. Then you get to Miami-Dade and that area, the Florida, you know, Miami area. And all of a sudden the numbers are much tighter and they're much tighter. And Joy said, you know, this is possibly or it's likely because Biden did really well with Latinos. And you will talk about that later in the show, Cliff. But she goes, those numbers, they're just that's not enough. Those that's not that doesn't make those numbers don't make sense if you know Miami. And all of us kept thinking about the Postal Service stuff, the video of those of those uh, ballots sitting in the post office down there. And now you see this stuff. And it's interesting because the judge I can even send you a copy. It's a. Uh, it's it's a little complicated trying to understand this chart, but it just shows cities across America, you know, Arizona, Nevada, 
or Seattle, Atlanta, Baltimore. Some of these don't matter. Greensboro, that matters. Richmond, um, Kentucky, Ken, Ohio, Philadelphia. I wouldn't be surprised at this point, John, if I don't think it could make up a difference in Florida. Oh, but enjoy. if it was a significant amount, they could have stolen North Carolina from us. And that actually makes a big difference, uh, what, what happens there and what happens with these ballots. I mean, you're saying they've digitized them, so we should be able to get a hold of them, right? I mean, or do we just well, – They can't figure out where they are. They literally disappeared fucking, in the system. I, I mean, that, that ends up costing us potentially a Senate seat in North Carolina too, which yeah. is a big deal. Yeah. We don't need North Carolina for the presidency. We do for the Senate as of right now. We don't, we don't need it if I mean, we'll get into the whole Senate situation. But I mean, again, you know, if, if it would basically yeah. – there's going to be a really, you know, assuming this all goes forward, as I'd say right now, is the vast majority very likely to happen. And so Biden wins. Um, he needs to put an independent attorney general in there because I don't want anybody doing Biden's agenda. We're a democracy. But yeah. my God, if, if they don't arrest and prosecute the joy for this, there's simply no way he did not know this was going on. There's no yeah. way he didn't actively participate in that motherfucker better end up in prison over this that's all yeah. i have to, i'm so tired of these people yeah. this the, to me this is this is of the equivalent of what vladimir putin did of what osama bin laden did they are attacking our country they're attacking the very yeah. integrity of our country fuck that and now a word from our sponsor john the season of giving thanks is upon us uh, I know myself. I'm not I, giving a lot. I'm not giving a lot of thanks today. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know. I know. I have some thanks for some things that look like they may have indeed happened. So let's hope. Um, and uh, the special, the special day of Turkey family football will be here before you know it. Before gathering with your family <laughs> to share your Thanksgiving traditions, like arguing with your crazy right wing uncle. I added that it's important to allow some extra time for you. Time to take care of yourself and look your best for your loved ones. With Plexiderm, all you need is 10 minutes, and you can look 10 years younger, guys, which we're all going to need after last night. <laughs> Plexiderm is a clinically studied serum that gives your appearance the right kinds of changes. It visibly reduces wrinkles, fine lines, even under eye bags in minutes. Plexiderm even works on laugh lines, number 11s. Oh, we've got number 11s back in here, John. And crow's feet. It can take up to 10 years off your appearance in less than 10 minutes. The results will last for hours so you can relax and are surrounded by loved ones, knowing you're always looking your best. Even better, Plexiderm doesn't involve any visits to a surgeon, and you can get it at a no, sorry, you can get it at a much better deal than anything you can get waiting in line on Black Friday, which I never do. Um, you can try a six-pack application trial pack for just $14.95 with free shipping when you visit buyplex.com backslash sexy liberal that's b-u-y-p-l-x.com backslash sexy liberal or call 800-685-1292 and say the code sexy liberal the order also comes with free shipping and a 30-day money-back guarantee make those wrinkles lines and under eye bags disappear with plexiderm visit b-u-y-p-l-x.com uh, backslash sexy liberal or call uh, uh, sorry or call 800-685-1292 and say the code Sexy liberal at checkout. Cliff, there's never been a more important time to have a supply of reliable respirator face masks. Never? Um, 
Never. From increasing group events to school reopenings to the approaching fall flu season, wearing a face mask is the first line of defense against getting sick. It's also really helpful if you're being attacked by Trump's thugs in the street because they won't know who you are. Um, the director of the CDC testified under oath before Congress that wearing a face mask was more important. That was a bit heavy. Sorry. Wearing a face mask was more important than getting a vaccine when it comes to reducing the spread of COVID in our country. Only respirator face masks provide medical grade protection and only FDA authorized respirator masks provide the quality required. The New Deal shop com has medical quality, FDA-authorized masks, and every pouch comes with verifiable anti-fraud labeling. Trust the masks that medical professionals are using. Go to thenewdealshop.com and get FDA-authorized, U.S.-tested respirator face masks now with free immediate shipping. Bulk pricing is available so you can get the masks you need affordably and quickly. Go to thenewdealshop.com now. Keep yourself and your family safer and healthier this fall. That's thenewdealshop.com. And now back to our show. Let me give you a few more updates from the reporter that he wrote. He said, so um, in Florida, Michigan and Wisconsin, ballots that arrive after Election Day are not counted regardless of when they're postmarked. See, that that's the issue, right? Update. The that's South what they were always trying to do, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. The South Florida number improved to 85 percent delivered by Election Day. Another 15 percent didn't make it to the clerks. That's still 15 percent in South Florida, which would be predominantly Biden if they were mail ballots. Yeah. So right. just anyway, little more updates. But Jesus Christ. And again, I don't think that would be enough, but you can't you know, this is why we need a massive civil rights bill. And the problem is now is that we absolutely have to win the Senate. Um, or we can't pass that kind of a massive civil rights bill. I mean, the, the yeah. that's that's me. Obamacare. We may have to save Obamacare. That's correct. The Supreme Court strikes it down. Well, so the problem and the problem isn't that we don't have the votes. We do. It's just it's that Mitch will filibuster, and we won't be able to change the rules of the Senate to break his filibuster. In other words, Susan Collins and Lisa Murkowski, if I remember, both voted to save Obamacare. They both would again. So even if we only we had forty eight or forty nine seats, we would have enough with a with a tie breaking vote. But it doesn't matter if we can't break the filibuster. Yeah, but Collins caved at one point. Remember, because it was something with just to throw it out there. But there was something with Collins where Obama prom Obama. McConnell promised her there will be a fix in the tax bill for Obamacare. So don't you fret. And she said, okay. And then he never did it. She screwed us and he never did it. So no, I know, point- but, but I'm talking about Obamacare right now specifically. And what I'm saying oh, is yeah. what I'm saying is yeah. the problem is is that if you do not control the Senate, you can't change the Senate rules. So if, if they control, Correct. they can keep the filibuster. Correct. And if they keep Correct. the filibuster, even Correct. if Lisa Murkowski and 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 uh, Susan Collins were to vote in favor of Obamacare, it doesn't matter because we can't get to yeah. sixty votes. We have to take the Senate. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, and that's it. So, so, I mean, again, like, you know, if any, any, just let's hold out all hope that, that yeah. what's her name ends up surpassing her in the, the ranked choice, choice voting in Maine so that we win that seat. And then it's all going to come down yeah. to either Warnock and Ossoff or just Warnock and, in, in Georgia. How close is, uh, how close is uh, Ossoff and, and uh... well, there's a big trove of votes coming in from, um, from still from Gwinnett and Fulton and some of those places, which is why they think right. that Biden is going to win there. Right. And if those do, those if they're for Biden, you can bet they would probably be for Ossoff too. And it, what it needs to do is knock Purdue below fifty percent, so there's a runoff. He's at like fifty point four, fifty point eight right now. I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's that, you know, and I, I don't have the math for me to tell you exactly what the net would be to knock him below, but I don't think it would be an enormous, they're talking about hundreds of thousands of votes, potentially it could maybe do it. Um, um, 
Yeah, I want. I wish it would give us the total. I don't know. I can, do the, I, can, I can do the math really quick. I'll do the math while you're chatting. Just um, and Warnock, we know we do have a runoff, and I actually will tell you that I, I would feel relatively bullish on that one. African American who could turn out the massive African American vote in Atlanta and those areas again. And on top of that, you know, if you were to draw up satire of an out of touch heiress, would you not drop Kelly Loeffler? Oh, I know. She's I mean, if we can't run against yeah. her and beat her, yeah. then I mean, she should be yeah. literally. We should be able to destroy her. Frankly, we could just recycle all of the ads Doug Collins ran against. If I, ooh, that can't be right. No, this can't be right. Never mind. Sorry, I was trying to get this figured out. You're funny because you're trying to do math. I'm not going to even try. I'm good at math. Oh no, I love math, but it's just. Oh, I, I do too. I, when I'm awake, I'm typing on a bad old calculator from forever ago. So it's like, that's okay. Go ahead, Tim. And she, you know. Two one nine three plus one oh seven. Oh oh oh. Okay, yeah. So the total votes are four million six hundred thousand. Point eight percent. Well, right there. Point eight percent. I'm going to guess that's three thousand votes times. All right, here it is. The the latest huh. update. We have just surpassed them in Michigan. Oh, okay. There you go. Unless there it goes go. back over neither Michigan yep. or Wisconsin, folks, yep. we have the 270 electoral votes we need. Uh, 37,000 votes is uh, fewer. And it, well, again, the math is kind of funny, but it's 37,000 votes and Purdue hits 50%. And that's out mm -hmm. of five, almost 5 million votes so far. So it's how, not a how, large number. How many votes are left? Yeah. Uh, they're at 93% with the... 44.6 million left. So, uh, Wait, how many, four point, how many are left to be counted? Did you just say that? I, we don't know how many are left to be counted. What we do know is 94% okay. are recording with approximately 4.6 million counted. That's 4.6 million is 93%. So, actually, if you were to double that, you'd get 9.2. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, there's, a, there's a significant number of votes left. It could happen. Yeah, but but yeah. but really, at this point, the safest path is if the the ranked choice. Cho why do I keep saying choice? Ranked choice voting because it's ranked choice voiding is what I'm trying to say. I guess if yeah. if ranked choice voting gets us over, gets yeah, um, it's close. Gets getting I mean, over the top so that the best thing in the world would be if we had both Ossoff and Warnock, and we only needed yeah. to win one of two. It's not clear that there's enough to pull Purdue down, but we'll see. Yeah, it's not clear. No, I, 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 that's exactly right. Again, I am trying to tell you guys statistically yep. what I see. I'm not trying yep. to be Pollyannish. That's what I'm telling oh. you. And I said before the show started, let me just finish this quick yeah. thought. Yeah. That Biden was going to win in Michigan because what was left and what's going on now, he's leading in Michigan. Um, but I can't make that same comment about Georgia. I'm just telling you, I hope that, that what's-his-name falls below 50. I don't have the, the numbers right. to know if it will happen. Well, and let me ask you about Warnock. Um, you're not concerned – that uh warnock he's black yeah exactly exactly I mean, no, being he's, honest, he's georgia he's african-american no, no, i wasn't even thinking of that i was thinking of 29 percent. at least last night when i was looking he was at 29 percent, and loffler and collins combined was like at 40 something no because they ran a much more high profile race beating the shit out of each other raising each other's name recognition warnock ran a more low profile race to try to end up in the top two and right. And if if that were representative of how all, all Georgia felt, how are we almost or maybe about to be in a position to win Georgia with Biden? Right. I mean, Georgia is clearly winnable for us. Right. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. A statewide race is clearly winnable because we may be about to do it. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, no, I have a, I actually think it could be a really interesting race that Warnock could really um, could galvanize the base 
hmm. if that were the 50th seat. And we, you know, and, and I think there's, you know, so what I'm saying is out of all those three yeah. things, I have the least faith in the Ossoff race because I just don't know if we can get Purdue below 50. Uh, second to least would be Maine, again, just because I don't know the numbers, although everything I'm looking at, last I looked, it was 49 Collins, 48 um, um, Gideon. And if you take the ranked choice, the second choice, there were like right. three other progressive candidates or something who had been in the race and there was only like one conservative. I would think that second choice would favor us there. I'm looking at the numbers. The thing, the issue is that 85% are in. So it depends what's still coming in because currently Collins is 50.9. Gideon oh, shit, 40, okay. That's a lot. Gideon's 42.5. The issue becomes the other two candidates have 6.7% combined. The other two big candidates that they're showing, but so that's not enough. Six point gets you to 48, 49 point something instead of 50.9. The problem becomes but the problem. If only 85% is in, then then who's the other 15%? Was it a that's lot correct. of early voting that's good good people on our side? Right? Maybe. So if she can, she'd have to tighten it enough and then the second choice comes in, then it gets damn close. Because even the second choice, Cliff, 42.5 plus 6.7. Gives you 48, 49.2 versus Collins 50.9. Okay, that's a 1.8 lead, uh, 1.7 lead percent, but you're talking out of so far over 700,000 votes. So 1%, 700,000, 70,000, 7,000, 7,000 votes could she pick up? I mean, yeah. You know, anyway, it's, it's Maine. But uh, but there, but eighty five percent in means we don't quite know what's going on yet. Again, you know the the larger. I wish I could, I'm looking yeah. around and I wish I could see, hmm. you know. Um, so let's see, Nate Cohn. Yep. We have a very clear picture in Georgia, thanks to the needle analysis of the vote by Precinct X methods, signaling that there aren't any errors in Georgia county data. There's a lot of heavily Dem vote and in the Atlanta area left. This is four hours ago, so again, okay. I don't know what's been counted, and it's enough to make Biden a narrow favorite. Is it enough? Is if it's enough to make Biden a narrow favorite, is it enough to, um, is it enough to knock uh, Purdue below? I don't know. Yeah. So um, I mean, and and, I, and here's an important statement I want. We're not to make. planning on Georgia, though, right? Georgia would be cream on the top at this point. Right. I'm Arizona. Not, I'm not thinking of it. I'm right. thinking of it for yeah. Purdue. I'm thinking of the oh, Senate. I'm sorry, the Senate. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is it enough? In other words, are those votes that are heavily Biden enough? Because we're going to assume they're yeah. going to be heavily Ossoff too. Are they, you know, and Warnock? Are they going to be enough to knock uh, uh, Purdue below fifty percent? That's yeah. what I'm hoping, but I don't have that in front of me. And then again, the same thing you're saying with with Maine. I'm looking around, but I don't have. I know I saw a tweet by Marcos, and I don't, you know, again, Marcos follows his stuff very closely, yeah. but yeah. you know, he's not a god as none of us are. No, but he's good. Um, yeah. No, no, he's good. He's a smart dude. Um, uh, I'm trying to see where he said it. He was pointing out, yeah, there it is, hmm. guys. The, the the I don't know where. Okay, here it is, guys. The main Senate race in Maine isn't decided. Susan Collins is at 49.5, but obviously she's gone up since then. For what you're looking at, the state has instant runoff voting. The two liberals are at 48 combined. You have that right, 48.7 or something. Two other candidates have a combined five percent. Only 66 percent of votes have been counted. You've been listening to a free excerpt of the Unprecedented Podcast. To hear the rest of the show, 
and hear all of our past shows and support our work as independent media, please go to patreon.com slash unprecedented podcast and become a subscriber for as little as $5 a month. You can have all of our old episodes, see all of our Zoom interviews, and support the great work that we hope you think we're doing promoting the democratic and liberal agenda. Thanks so much for joining us, folks. See you next episode. And now a word from our sponsor. John, the season of giving thanks is upon us. Uh, I know myself. I'm not I, giving a lot. I'm not giving a lot of thanks today. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know. I know. I have some thanks for some things that look like they may have indeed happened. So let's hope. Um, and uh, the special, the special day of Turkey family football will be here before you know it. Before gathering with your family <laughs> to share your Thanksgiving traditions, like arguing with your crazy right wing uncle, I added that it's important to allow some extra time for you. Time to take care of yourself and look your best for your loved ones. With Plexiderm, all you need is 10 minutes, and you can look 10 years younger, guys, which we're all going to need after last night. <laughs> Plexiderm is a clinically studied serum that gives your appearance the right kinds of changes. It visibly reduces wrinkles, fine lines, even under eye bags in minutes. Plexiderm even works on laugh lines, number 11s. Oh, we've got number 11s back in here, John. And crow's feet. It can take up to 10 years off your appearance in less than 10 minutes. The results will last for hours, so you can relax, surrounded by loved ones, knowing you're always looking your best. Even better, Plexiderm doesn't involve any visits to a surgeon, and you can get it at a, no, sorry, you can get it at a much better deal than anything you can get waiting in line on Black Friday, which I never do. Um, you can try a six-pack application trial pack for just $14.95 with free shipping when you visit buyplex.com backslash sexy liberal that's b-u-y-p-l-x.com backslash sexy liberal or call 800-685-1292 and say the code sexy liberal the order also comes with free shipping and a 30-day money-back guarantee make those wrinkles lines and under eye bags disappear with plexiderm visit b-u-y-p-l-x.com uh, backslash sexy liberal or call uh, uh, sorry or call 800-685-1292 and say the code Sexy liberal at checkout.